0: Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the Body Mind Spirit Connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of our podcast, Pleasure for Health. Um, Today I'm I'm actually going to uh, diverge a little bit from our usual starting point in that we're not going to start with looking at something in our human body, but we're going to start by looking at something in the Earth's body that uh, I've been kind of looking at the connections to and it's kind of come to the forefront quite a lot in recent times as how we need to kind of change our relationship with the earth and you know I know Declan's here with me today and I know Declan that uh Paul Stamets the uh the mycological uh guru of our times has has influenced you a lot and um you know having watched some of his uh research on mycelium, which is the organism that creates mushrooms, um, it gave me an idea of how this relationship with the earth could be felt in my body. And I'll explain a little bit. The idea that the mycelium kind of grows as a mat under the surface of the earth as a single organism or collection of cells, and it can cover a huge expanse of land. And what they have found with this organism is that every footfall or every tree that falls or everything that happens on the surface of the earth on on that in that area is recorded and kept in the body of the mycelium. So it remembers the imprints of what has happened in that area. And, you know, this just kind of sparked my imagination as a way to relate to the earth and relate to what you know what's happened on this earth you know whether it's the history of the indigenous peoples of that land and everything that they've imprinted and then the imprint of you know my ancestors being uh, of white heritage what that's imprinted and you know it gave me a way to relate to the body because of course i'm a myofascial Um, therapist and the fascia is very similar in our own bodies to the mycelium in that it's a network of fibers that that connects uh, every area of our body and what I've seen in my work is that it also remembers everything that's happened to our bodies. So this idea of, of finding a way to see the earth as a living, breathing body has given me a different perspective on relationship. So I know that was kind of a, a, a complex perhaps intro, but just going back to you know your interest in, in mushrooms and mycology has led you to you know what you're doing in life, how does that how has that helped you connect more with your body and the earth?
1: Uh, yeah, really interesting. Because, you know, before I, I became, you know, interested in, uh, you know, mushrooms as a study, you know, of course, I, uh, well, not of course, but as I, I did as a young man, you know, teenager, growing up in, on the West Coast, there was, there was mushrooms growing, you know, in our, in our area, in, my, in our neighborhood, basically. So I experimented with, with psychedelics uh, in a, in a probably not a very, honoring way in, in my younger years, but then, you know, later in life, even before I became interested in uh, studying mushrooms, I became aware of, of, you know, a few different traditions, especially the Hawaiian tradition, and they called them the Aka courts. And it was this, of course, of course, the relationship to the earth, you know, from where you're grounding, but also, these invisible, invisible cords that connected you with every human that you've ever been in contact with. And I found that incredibly fascinating also. It's like, oh, okay, a lot of things actually make sense now in a different way than they did before. And then, you know, a few years after that, I really became interested in, in as you mentioned, spurred on by by the work of Paul Stamets and, and just trying to read everything that I could about mushrooms and how incredibly widespread and fascinating they are. Basically every living thing that grows out of the earth has a relationship with this network of mycelium and it's like fascinating to me.
0: Hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, the what intrigues me being a relationship coach really is just, this idea that, like you mentioned, these threads that, you know, you're sort of uh, saying what I'm understanding is kind of this cord through time, even, to the memories of things that have happened to the people that we have come in contact with in the past or maybe calling us in the future. And, And that's kind of an interesting twist on, you know, what's happened right now versus, you know, our journey as a body through time has this interesting connection as well.
1: Yes. And the one thing that I, that I really resonated with, with what you just said was the relating, it's like, it's this relating thing. And like I says there, you don't have to dig down very far, pretty much anywhere where, I mean, of course there's sand and Soil that's very dry and devoid of, of moisture, doesn't really have mycelial networks. They might be dormant in, in dirt and stuff like that, but in sand. But in in fertile land, you know, the mycelium networks are right there, mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. So how do you see, you know, um, you mentioned taking psychedelics and, you know, mm-hmm. that's becoming more... Of a, of a way to kind of experience the oneness of, of perhaps our existence, how do you see this uh, mycelium or, or the fascial network or all of that, how do you see that um, informing our ability to relate to each other and to the earth in a different way?
1: You know, that's a very good question. And I think it's highly individualistic because, you know, the, the mushrooms are the mushrooms and they have similar effects and reports from people that have, have done these things are, are similar in some ways. But, you know, there definitely is a, a unique. Uh, everyone has a unique relationship with them. So, so which is. There's part of it, even very good writers, part of it, I think, is lost in, in the translation because it is very, in my experience, very difficult to describe. You know, you can describe, you know, what you f- think you saw or how, how, how your body felt, but I, I, I think it's very difficult to describe the feeling. So, did that answer your question? <laughs> I think I kind of diverge a little bit there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think you are trying to remember one of your memorable trips, perhaps. But you know, in saying that, I think they do have they do have that type of medicine to help help someone feel that. Um, you know, do you think that there's 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 a nugget here or or a knowing that we as human beings um, can be aware of? Uh, you know, just knowing that every single footfall, every touch on your body, every touch on the earth's body that we make, every building that we build, you know, every truck that we drive over the land is having an effect. You know, it just, it kind of opens up this new, you know, kind of aha, like, wow, okay. Every time I'm, you know, interacting with anything, anyone or anything else it's having this this imprint this memory effect and it will be held in someone else's body you mentioned you know the hawaiian kind of cords that they uh they uh, understand as being connections i mean how does that change our our kind of understanding of how we're going to create relationship you know is it is it okay to just go and um unthinkingly you know have sex with somebody and then not care about them or not remember their name the next day? Or, you know, is that something that will stay with us? Is that is that something that stays with them? How does how do these things affect us as a as a living, breathing, you know, whole holistic organism, if we're, you know, acting unaware of, of these connections?
1: yeah good point because you know i feel like the the conscious like what what we what we think we're doing in the moment or or going forward or you know we can think that we're doing one thing and i really feel like it's the actually the subconscious mind that is actually making the decisions whether we're aware of it or not and so, so we don't necessarily have to have a conscious memory of that thing for our organism, our body's organism to, to, to hold that memory. So, and I think that what you said in the beginning with your opening about the, that mycellular network, you know, specifically in the body of the, of, you know, each of us ha- has that memory. And that's where the myofascial kind of release or the myofascial work can be helpful with with releasing um, memories, basically that are like a somatic memory in the in the organism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's because the organism, you know, has an intelligence, and it's not our intellect. You know.
0: Yeah, uh, and I think that that helps us to understand the Earth better because you know we're like, oh, it's not a living; it doesn't think; it doesn't have that kind of, you know mental process
1: yeah it's not intellectual Mm -hmm. it's not intellectual Mm -hmm. but it is highly intelligent
0: Mm. yeah and so i think this this network is part of that intelligence so you know and it's relational it's
1: it's relational
0: you know which is uh, brings us to an interesting point of you know the way that we've we've taken our society in a capitalist individualistic way You know, to a a separateness that has ended up not serving us in a in a relational way. You know, there's many people that, you know, I see it every day in my practice. Come in and, and have problems with relationships. They can't relate to themselves. They've lost touch with the earth. They've lost touch with others. You know, and to me, this understanding that you know every you know just looking at being able to see a mycelial network uh, you know there's many documentaries out there now where you could do that gives you gives you a, a, a new awareness of that so i just i i love i love the idea of reconnecting you know and and being more conscious as you mentioned of how are we affecting uh, others around us how are we relating and to ourselves as well, you know, what are we doing to our bodies when we have that critical, you know, self-flagellation that many of us go through multiple times a day, you know, what are we doing to our own network, our own, our own body in that way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my teachers sit, um, referencing this particular study, I don't, I don't remember what study it was, but the subject matter was that, you know, the, the electrodes were hooked up to them, to the brain and all that, the mind wave, brain waves. And it's like, oh, the, the, the thing, the subconscious actually, you know, um, takes in the information and sends that information, you know, well before the body reacts something like that
0: Mm. yeah I think we are we we are beings that sense on a a much different level and the earth as well and so you know being aware that even if you're not aware in the moment of of what, what, what you're even aware of at least knowing that that is a possibility that people are sensing things about you that you're sensing you know able to kind of pick things up more quickly than your brain can come up with words to explain it um, just knowing that that happens i think makes a difference in in uh, or could make a difference in how we interact or how we act in the world
1: mm-hmm. and i've heard this saying also many times the body doesn't lie the body doesn't lie so yes our, our this organism that we're inhabiting is highly highly intelligent and if I feel that if we can learn how to listen and, and you know, I've gone through periods of my life when I, you know, heightened my awareness and uh, periods when I've kind of lowered my awareness. And, uh, if, if you really tune in and listen, it's like that, that gut feeling, we, we, all the cliches are all there and people know, Oh, I got this gut feeling. And yeah, that's, you know, most often a really, really good indicator about something and we're not always necessarily aware of what that something is but it's our body's communication system you know uh, alerting us to something or nudge nudge wink wink or something you know it's like
0: yeah i mean i feel like we have so much to learn you know uh, I personally haven't really had the opportunity, or or made the opportunity to, to study with indigenous peoples, but I feel like they have an understanding uh, in on some level in their in their culture of these types of connections with nature and with different, mm-hmm. you know, with each other even that that kind of connect in this other way. Um, I don't know what if what your experience with that has been. Have you ever managed to kind of connect uh, deeply with an indigenous teacher?
1: No, not really. Just mostly mostly superficial. I did some work, uh, you know, several trips to Hawaii, which is not, not so different from the... You know, I grew up on the west coast of Canada. So not so different, you know... From what I came into contact with growing up, like, you know, the kids from the uh, several nations were, you know, two different nations were my classmates. And then there was another nation that wasn't, that I had kind of some interactions with that I didn't really get to know that well. So I didn't interact with them as a kid growing up in my neighborhood, but it wasn't like, it was pretty, you know, westernized. It wasn't. we weren't doing their traditions and then there was a resurgence, you know, kind of later on. So not really, but I, I have been around it a little bit, but yeah, I feel like the whole, you know, humanities, um, the industrial revolution kind of was a step away from that, you know, connecting with the earth. And of course, you know, there's many studies about farming and what farming did and all that. So it, it, it is, it is interesting.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you know we, you know, as as a as a white you know European heritage person, I I've wanted to reconnect with you know what what in my heritage would connect us to each other in the world in this way. You know, I'm sure it was there, and I I know we've been beginning to explore the Celtic, uh, you know, our our shared kind of Celtic heritage and some of the ways that they interacted with trees and different things. I think they did have that understanding as well. And it's it's interesting what you bring up about, uh, you know, the industrial revolution and, and, you know, what are we on the brink of now as a, as a worldwide uh, kind of phenomenon, I think, is another revolution. And where are we taking that? And to me, this idea of uh, mycelium also relates to the internet in a way it's become a similar way of connecting that kind of has these tendrils all over the world and offers offers us the the possibility to connect and relate in a different way you know many people anywhere in the world could have a, a almost instantaneous um you know i know they've done meditations on online that where people can connect in you know hundreds of different countries at the same time so you know we're creating something that it could possibly lead to more of this relational component if we bring our awareness to it you know so I don't feel that all is lost as far as you know we are not hunter-gatherers or anymore, therefore we have no way of relating I think that's almost a way of um, not taking responsibility for where we are as uh, as humans at this time
1: yeah I do feel like a big part of it for us moving forward is is to change the the farming practices to more to, to better honor the earth because the the, the monocropping that we're doing now is, is is not really working so if we transpose that onto the body are we monocropping our bodies well not really not exactly but we are, you know, ingesting the food that's being grown in that manner. So in that way, we kind of are, that's our connection to it. We're, oh, we're connecting to the earth in this way by eating this food. And that food, you know, becomes part of me as soon as I eat it. And if that wasn't grown in, a, in an honoring way, then I'm kind of indirectly dishonoring, mm. you know.
0: Yeah, you make a good point, and I—I this is slightly off, off where you were taking that, but also I do think, you know, the whole push for diversity right now is because we realize that we've kind of monocropped ourselves into here's the ideal man, here's the ideal woman, and now, you know, there's an idea that, wait a minute, we're, we've lost the diversity, how can we bring that back so that we look at the individual in the same way as we might look at you know as you said an individual plant and what does this bring instead of just a whole field of rapeseed or whatever is growing
1: yeah
0: so i have i have a little uh, you know coming back to uh our western way of of possibly having a sense of this this is a poem by yeats and it's called the cloths of heaven uh so i thought i'd just share this in the sense of being aware of what we are doing to ourselves and each other. And um, just to give you something to think about as we close out this session. So this is called The Cloths of Heaven. Had I the heavens embroidered cloths and wrought with golden and silver light, the blue and the dim and the dark cloths of night and light and the half light, I would spread the cloths under your feet but I being poor have only my dreams. I have spread my dreams under your feet tread softly because you tread on my dreams. So I think we have the opportunity to repair our relationship with our past and future the timeline that you brought up with our ancestors, with our current peoples in a relational way. And, you know, the mycelium, the fascia, the Hawaiian cords, all these understandings give us a glimpse, you know, and as you said, it's very difficult to put into words, but there's just this sense of something important there. So I hope uh, you've taken something from this to, to give you some, some something to think about and embody. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together.